0: Hello, everybody. This is Barry Fieger, Executive Director of the Topeka Rescue Mission. You're listening to Our Community, Our Mission. Thank you for joining us. Uh, i got also today, Marian Crable, Director of Supportive Services. Good morning. Hi, am Marian. How are you? Wonderful. How are you? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. <laughs> we're, uh, we're just kind of swimming through lots of different changes that are continuing to go on in yeah. the world.
1: And a few waves have hit. And a few know.
0: waves have hit. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, every time you turn on the news, you go, I shouldn't have done that. Exactly. And... uh <laughs> (laughs) Because whether it's hurricanes wiping out part of our southern part of our country to fires out west to
1: tornadoes in Iowa,
0: and I heard there's still a global pandemic going on. There is. And uh, yeah, huh. I've heard that. And huh. so, um, but yeah. it, all, it all affects us. We're going to talk a little bit about the day. I also got Kim Turley with us, who is our director of our volunteers and events and our media contact. How are you, Kim? Doing good. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been on Our Community, Our Mission, uh, yeah. which, uh, yeah, this is good to be back together to do this. And thank you all for being a part of listening. I, I got hundreds of calls of people that said, why weren't you on the last two weeks? That was in my dreams, of course. Uh, but uh, Josh is down here on the control board going, Really? I know. <laughs> that's awesome. No, no, it didn't happen that way. So um, we want to talk about something that's in the Topeka Capital Journal today. Um, and it is a startling headline. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one that we've been looking at for some time. But it says 350,000 plus Kansas at risk of eviction from job loss. Wow. Actually, the number that down in the article says 357,000 Kansans face the risk of eviction in the next several months, which is part of a 40 million Americans, 40 million Americans. Get that again, 40 million Americans, mm-hmm. including 357,000 Kansans face the risk of eviction from their homes mm-hmm. in the next several months. We've never, ever dreamed of anything Mm -hmm. like this. We don't know exactly what that number breaks down to in Topeka and Shawnee County. Uh, We are one of the larger metropolitan areas in Kansas. Um, But uh, we thought we'd talk a little bit about this today. It is on the front page of the Topeka Capital Journal for those of you who haven't seen this yet. Um, This is in relationship to the economic impact of COVID Mm -hmm. um, and the shutting down of our country in so many different ways. Even though things have started to come back around um, in some areas, other areas have been put on hold again. But one of the things we were talking about early on is that you can't shut everything down and then have the temporary moratoriums on rent evictions, uh, house payments. That means there was a period of time that you didn't have to pay. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also – unemployment benefits uh, that were increased that now are not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and when those end, that everything was going to be okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. It, it apparently has not. So, um, Maryam, your thoughts on this? What, what, what does it make you think when you hear this?
1: Well, it's shocking, first of all. You know, it's just like, oh, my goodness. You know, we're not that big a state. So to hear that kind of number in Kansas... And then recognize that we have fewer metropolitan areas too. Mm-hmm. You know that this is impacting areas and mm-hmm. could impact areas in unbelievable ways. And what are people gonna do? So it's, and it's bad enough to think about, okay, there will be adults that are evicted, but then I think about a lot of these folks are gonna be families. Mm-hmm. And at a time when school is, um, uncertain in terms of how you do it or it's different in mm-hmm. how we're doing it and, and different districts are doing different things now kids are facing on top of that that they won't have the home that they're used to or the bedroom that they're used to and to me it's this is heartbreaking and a huge challenge that we've got to figure out
0: Miriam you're part of a uh, weekly um, yeah. conversation going on mm-hmm. with all the of social service agencies in yeah. the community and um, I know that this has been part of the conversation, but has anything of this magnitude been discussed?
1: No, I don't. It hasn't, not in Mm -hmm. these kind of specific ways. Mm -hmm. Um, We had no idea what might be coming. And I Mm -hmm. think for me specifically, I can speak to, I don't know that I ever thought I would hear a number like that. Mm -hmm. You know, we knew that there were going to be people that – fell through the cracks that were not able to catch up then once they had to start paying rent again or whether they would have their jobs again to be able to even have income coming in. Um, we knew that was coming. But did we know it was this big? No, no. way. No. no No way. And how do you wrap your head around that? And how do we work together in better ways in different ways mm-hmm. to actually come around a table and say, okay, we've got to figure something out here. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we get ahead of this now? We've heard a number that hasn't come to fruition yet. Right. So how, it, how could it, could can we? Could it be avoided? Can we? Yeah. it be avoided we or, get cut in in front of it?
0: or cut in half or cut right. in 75% would be good Yes, if not 100%.
1: Right, right.
0: So the moratoriums, the governor did extend um, a two-week period. Not sure that we've heard more about that at this point, if there's going to be a continued moratorium on evictions. Um, However, the other end of that whole thing is who helps out the people who are the property owners who are renting to people or the financial institutions and those kind of things. So it's not like it's just okay to say you don't have to pay your rent anymore. Somebody ends up suffering from this right um so and your 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 industry of property Mm -hmm. ownership and management can have a big catastrophe here if they don't get their money as well well sure it's a chain reaction
1: sure think about then if they aren't able to pay their mortgages or their taxes property values go down the city Mm -hmm. then doesn't have as much Mm -hmm. money to invest back into the city i mean It's never just touching one item. It's got this trickle down effect or trickle up effect, whichever Mm -hmm. way you're going to look at it, that impacts each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. So we all should know that we should all have a vested interest in making this right.
0: We were our a house of cards. Yes. In regards to building one on top of another. And if one card gets removed, we think, well, that's one card. Right. You know, we can handle that, Mm -hmm. but it can topple the whole deck. Right down, and that's what we're beginning to realize of how interconnected all of our economic systems really are. Correct. You know, even even when we talked about the um, issue of. Uh, farmers not being able to sell their products right? and thinking, well, they don't sell them. They're going to plow it in the ground. That's too bad. That's a loss. Mm -hmm. But it would be a loss financially to the farmers, which then if they don't have their income coming in, could mean that they don't have a farm anymore, which if they don't have a farm anymore, we don't grow anything and we don't eat.
1: That's Mm -hmm. right. That's right.
0: So fortunately, Congress, you know, saw that and gave $3 billion. Now the president has uh, decided another billion goes to the USDA for Farmers to Families to keep those farms going. Mm -hmm. And the good news is, of course, with uh, what we've talked about is Operation Food Secure, that we're able to get some of that food to distribute Mm -hmm. into Mm -hmm. Shawnee, Wabunsee, Jefferson, Jackson, and Osage counties at this point to be able to keep people fed. Right. And hopefully, maybe, if they have to make a choice— of eating or paying rent, they can eat Mm -hmm. and then they can use the funds that they have to be able to pay the rent so not to be one of the 357,000 Kansans that will get evicted. Not that that's a perfect formula, but it's a step in the right direction. It's a step
1: in the right direction, right. Well, and I think too, as you're talking about that, what we've done with Operation Food Secure is to really talk about this neighbor helping neighbor piece. And that's what we're talking about here. It's not just about me. It's about me. And my neighbors mm-hmm. and their neighbors and the bigger picture here and how interconnected we are. And if we can know each other mm-hmm. and um, build relationships with each other, then mm-hmm. our chances of understanding and being able to help each other and to think more in more of a collaborative way will mm-hmm. come about mm-hmm. in an ideal setting.
0: In an ideal setting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kim, you work with a lot of volunteers here, mm-hmm. and obviously um, there's been some adjustments in how our volunteers come to us and the COVID issues and, and whatnot. We've also got some volunteers or, or people who have volunteered in the past who are in need mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And uh, what are you hearing?
2: I, I mean, I just hear, I mean, I think of one family in particular. Um, well, she used to volunteer here quite a bit, um, and then but she has an autoimmune disease. She's got some babies at home, too. Mm-hmm. So she's not able to get out and volunteer, which affects then work and school and things like that for her too. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I've also seen um, when I was helping out at the distribution center with food distribution, I remember seeing a number of volunteers and people that I've never seen come through the distribution line that are in need. I mean, it's just one of those things like they know where they can go. But I know there's a number of people over volunteers that... um, This is the first time they may be experiencing something like this, whether it be job loss or having to change their work schedule altogether because their kids are now at home because they're not in school or different type Mm -hmm. of school, I Mm -hmm. guess you should say. So it's just been, I mean, it's been a different world um, definitely right now. sure
0: has. We've had the the warnings of things that were coming at us. We had some early on uh, heavy winds, so to speak, in the storm, but the real storm may be yet to come and we have not seen a storm or thought about a storm like this Mm -hmm. and i've been uh, working uh, to figure out how we can help the homeless in our community for over three decades Mm -hmm. and we've always had that back in our mind what if we had just this exponential growth in Mm -hmm. homelessness we wouldn't be able to do things like we do today Mm -hmm. Um, a year ago some of us were out in california um, to a rescue mission conference and the big talk out there was the West Coast crisis of homelessness. This was before COVID. This was before the economic impacts um, of thousands and thousands of homeless. And really the West Coast folks, including HUD and HHS, were saying to rescue ministries, we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you can scrap that now mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. with these kind of numbers of 40 million additional people who potentially could be home homeless. Right. Not everybody will, but let's just take it down to 20 million. Let's take it half. Mm -hmm. 20 million homeless, approximately according to some people's figures, elevates the number of homeless in America 20 times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if we had a crisis when we had 1 million homeless, which some people are saying was less in the country, if we 20 times that, we're not sure what that really means.
1: Right. Well, yes. Or let's
0: take it down to 10 million. Or let's take it down just to another million. Mm-hmm. Well, let's you know. just
1: think about Kansas and take it down to 100,000, yes. a third of what they're yes. talking about. Yeah. 100,000, Barry, that's an overwhelming number.
0: It's an overwhelming number.
1: 10,000 mm-hmm. is an overwhelming number yes. when you think about the services that requires Yes. and what that could mean for our communities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are we going to do? We're going to look to people like you who have been thinking about this for 30 years.
0: As a matter of fact, tomorrow our senior directors are going to be talking about this very issue is we have social distancing that has um, dictated that we've got to keep people further apart from each other. Mm -hmm. Thus, we have moved some people into the children's palace in order to um, accomplish the social distancing to try to avoid or reduce the risk, at least, of COVID infection. But yet more homeless people coming to us. And so, you know, we we really do um, have to realize, Topeka Rescue Mission-wise, as well as the whole community, this is not going to be a Topeka Rescue Mission solution. Right. Topeka right. Rescue Mission will be at the forefront of this, of course, because for 67 or whatever years now, this ministry has been helping the homeless. Right. We've learned a few things. Yes. You know, we, we've seen a few things, we've learned a few things, and probably we can... Give some understanding to this, but this is a huge issue, mm-hmm. and I think we 're going to have to be thinking about things in such a different way that it 's not just a one place you can send people and it 's okay. everything right. is going to be all right right fortunately, as we 've spoken we 've um, partnered with the city yes. in what 's called emergency shelter grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, funds related to COVID to help administrate some rapid rehousing. Right. What is that looking like at this point, Miriam?
1: Well, we are definitely in the planning stages of that. So hopefully we'll be able to kick that off within the next few months, hopefully before cold weather season hits, Mm -hmm. um, so that we can um, not only just get people into housing, because Mm -hmm. we we do know uh, from experience uh, that just finding shelter for somebody is not the only – is not a – be all end all answer Mm -hmm. that they need to have support too. So making sure that we're doing what they need to position them well to be in housing and then stay with them for a while meaning walk alongside them. Right. So to help them just with some... give them some, a place to go and then say good luck. Right, <laughs> but walk alongside them to, to really help them be able to be successful in mm-hmm. housing um, and develop relationships with landlords, you know, to encourage them to partner with us in all of this. So it's much bigger than just let's find people a place to live because mm-hmm. we know that in and of itself is not enough. We, we have to do more. So we're excited about this opportunity to help people get into housing um, and be able to support them in ways that, that um, lead to better success for them, mm-hmm. at least, or a better opportunity for success for them to be um, staying in housing.
0: Well, that will help reduce some of the numbers at the Mission, possibly yes. get some people off the street, maybe prevent some folks from being evicted right. out of this $357,000. Right. Uh, this is all for Topeka proper, though. Yes. Those dollars are specifically within the city limits, so we're not yes. talking about the whole state here. Correct. It won't be enough, no. according to these numbers. Right. And so we've got to be thinking out of the box. Right. You know, Kim, You know, uh, what would it be like if um, your volunteer crew, um, which is how many approximately per month?
2: Oh, goodness. It's been a little bit since I said that number. Um, it's dropped a little bit because of yes. COVID, but
0: at one time it was 1,600 different people a month, between yeah. fifteen and 1,600. We're going to need potentially a volunteer spirit in this community mm-hmm. that will be in the thousands, mm-hmm. not 1,600, not 2,000, but maybe 10,000 volunteers, not to come to the rescue mission necessarily. Some will come here of a more specialized way to help people. But we're going to need to find alternate places for people to go, mm-hmm. unless this goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's front page today. Um, mm-hmm. We can put that paper down and, and talk about the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow, mm-hmm. but this may be back the next day and the next day and the next day. This is the most serious thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. We may need to help guide and direct an effort within the region, mm-hmm. not just Topeka proper, but within the region to do things that we've never thought about doing before. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we are um, doing right now with food distribution is that through Operation Food Secure, again, that's our farmers to families. We are up to, through last week, we were producing or feeding about 98,000 additional mm-hmm. meals per week mm-hmm. in the community, over a half a million pounds of food. I translate that out, that's 250 tons of food in 13 mm-hmm. weeks, was it? 30, Isn't two, that a crazy yeah. number, too? so good we got a forklift <laughs> <you know? laughs> and some strong backs, 250 tons of food in 13 mm-hmm. weeks. Okay, so we know the hunger's still there. We yes. know that the food is available to come off the farms. And so we have created um, a system now that we're in the process of training churches to be s- site churches. Right. In other words, they would be the place, kind of like a satellite from the rescue mission, Um, And then other churches that are not strategically placed in an area of need that would come in and support those churches, churches working together Mm -hmm. with churches, volunteers going somewhere with Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Maybe what we're going to have to do is have site shelters in -hmm. our church buildings, in our community centers, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. You cannot have hungry, homeless people in a winter in Kansas outdoors Mm -hmm. without anybody coming up with some type of solution. Right. Right. Can't do it. Can't do it.
1: Right. It wouldn't be right.
0: For it one thing, wouldn't right? be right, but it would, You just can't, we, we can't do can't that. We can't do that. No. Can't, we can't go can't there. Happen. So what are we going to do? We don't know. Right. And we're really throwing this out like, wow, we don't have a solution to this yet, but we know we've got to start talking. Right. We need to start planning mm-hmm. for worst case scenarios like the rescue mission does a lot. But again, folks that are listening, this is not only Topeka rescue mission that's going to solve this, but right. we will be at the forefront of this. In future conversations, this is not a threat. It's not a <laughs> no, warning. No, it's a reality. Just read the front page of the right. newspaper. And today. it's
1: not a way for us to create fear. No, right? It's it's about saying okay, you know. And I, it makes me think every day we we lean on the Lord for everything, mm. right? But this is almost like I look at this number and think, okay. It really is only him that can help us come up with a solution on this, you know, for all of us, all of all of the partners that are going to work together to, to bring this about in the city and the churches and the nonprofits and the general public. I mean, this is this is God big. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is not just TRM big. We this need is a big God. <laughs> exactly. And, and thank goodness that we have that. No right. Kidding. That Absolutely. we don't have to try to think through this on our own. We get to go to him and help him. And ask him to help us discern how how does this work, um, and how does what do we need to change, and what do what do we need to look at in different ways because we cannot allow his children to suffer like they could if there's nowhere for them to go, Absolutely. or nowhere for them to get food, or nowhere for them to find hope. We've talked about hope a lot, but in that article there was also a picture, wasn't there, yeah. of a woman, yeah. and that. Picture is heart wrenching, right? She has no hope in that picture. In my mind, the way she she is just bearing her soul to a public picture, right? That's not easy for people to do on a regular basis. So imagine where she must be in her mind, in her soul, thinking, "What am I going to do?" You know, and and so having God help us bring hope to these folks along with resources, or have resources, be that hope, um, and, and be that piece that lets people know that there are many who care about them. Um, I, it's just, to me, it's just, it's the only way we're going to find our way.
0: I see a lot of sad people, um, at the mission come in here, they get hope. We see smiles, we see things. This picture in the Capitol journal today Uh, makes me sad. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of immune to sadness to some degree because I've seen so much of it over the the years. Mm -hmm. But, you know, seeing her face and just knowing the feeling Mm -hmm. that she has Mm -hmm. of I'm losing everything and I don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the good thing I've seen about our community is that when they see a story like this, Mm -hmm. they say, how can we help? Right. And that's in normal times yes. now that so many other of you who are listening and you know of people who maybe don't have capacity to help means that mm-hmm. those who do have capacity are probably going to have to ask themselves the question, do I do more? Yeah. Yeah. Do I do more?
1: Well, and you know what's interesting? So I think you might be referring to how people can help financially, mm-hmm. uh, partly. But then I think about some of our partners um, in Operation Food Secure mm-hmm. that really don't have the means to help financially but them helping their neighbors by delivering a box of food Mm -hmm. is helping too so there's all different ways that people can look at that picture and then engage with us through volunteering through being willing to go next door and share something um, like a box of food with Mm -hmm. their neighbors i mean there's all these different kinds of which is happening now it is is isn't that so exciting
0: we're in a nation that is extremely polarized politically right now. Yeah. Um tension-wise, philosophy-wise, racially, we are in a bad situation mm-hmm. right now. If we are not able to come together as a community in spite of all of those differences and say we truly are our neighbors, we truly are brothers and sisters, there's no way that this is going to turn out okay. Right. So now is a time for us to say, let's figure this out. Mm -hmm. Let's figure our differences out. Let's start respecting others. Let's start looking for ways we can bless our neighbors, regardless of the color of our skin or our political affiliation Mm -hmm. or our economic status or whatever. Stop judging each other and start loving each other. Mm And really, you know, I was talking to to a couple of missionaries yesterday who just, they were on their way to Dubai Mm. and I'm saying, you guys travel. I mean, they're traveling now, you know, Uh they're just trusting the Lord. They go everywhere. Um, They were in, I can't remember where they were last, but they, they, last time I saw them was two years ago and they were in here and they said, you know, there's one big thing that we in the church have done that is, seems so good, but it's such great error. We've done everything in the Bible except one thing and that is to love Love our neighbor as ourself. Yep. And uh, Jesus uh, um, said to the disciples, the world will know you belong to me because of how much you read your Bible? No. Mm-hmm. Um, how faithfully you serve the poor? No. How um, many scriptures you memorize? No. They will know that you belong to me because of your love for one another. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, if the church would just pick up the phone and start asking forgiveness for people that they've hurt, mm-hmm. And start coming together. People would go, "What in the world's that?"
1: I know, I know.
0: <laughs> what in the world is that? And people would be so attracted to the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm getting really preachy here, <laughs> but the point is, we are in a crisis that's getting ready to it, blow up mm-hmm. in our faces. Yeah. It's time for those who know God to step up to the plate, not in service only but in love Mm -hmm. for their brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and to be able to see God do something with that. Mm -hmm.
1: To reflect the one who gave everything for us. That's right. Right? That's right. That's all we need to do. That's right. Is reflect him. Yeah. And things will change. Things will be different if we would all just do that. If we would put aside everything you just talked about, Mm -hmm. all those things that keep us divided Mm -hmm. and recognize that our commonality as a body- Mm -hmm is the one who died for us and rose again, who sacrificed everything for us. It doesn't seem that hard, but it it apparently is.
0: Kim, Kim, I've told volunteers over the years, um, when somebody's hungry and they're standing in that line Mm -hmm. to get some food, They don't care what political affiliation you have when you're serving their food. They don't care what denomination. They don't care what religion. They don't care. They just hope that all the people that are serving the food are getting along. Right. (laughs) Because they're hungry. Yeah. When people are desperate and they're hungry and they're homeless, all these other things are not important anymore. Right. What is really important to us as we go forward here? What is important to us as as a community, as a nation, um, as... An individual, what is really important to us as we look at what America is facing an urgent and unprecedented eviction crisis that is yet to be fully realized? Mm -hmm. Let's get ready. Yes. Let's get ready. Miriam Crable, thank you so much for being here today. And Kim, thank you. This is somber. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would appreciate your prayers for the Topeka Rescue Mission and the leaders of our community. And people who are really um, listening and paying attention to the signs of the times, that we'll have godly wisdom. And thank you for standing with us. If you're interested in supporting the Topeka Rescue Mission, you can go to trmonline.org, trmonline.org, or you can text TRM Give to 77977. Thank you for joining us on Our Community, Our Mission. And remember, we're better together under the leadership of the Lord. Thank you.